What? Wait, 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 you recording? Yeah, now, okay. now we're really ruining it. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land, welcome to the next food pod. Yeah, food pod pardue. What does that mean, Drew? Well, for for our non-French listeners. Yeah, non-French listeners. This is the second uh, food pod that we are doing. Mm. Um, and so our first food pod kicked off. I dropped my uh, top three favorite restaurants in the yeah. Portland area. Is it? Can I just say we got a lot of really positive feedback and a handful of negative feedback, but it wasn't about the content. It was about the audio quality. But um, <laughs> yeah, we can... We can move on. Yeah, I just uh, found out everyone thinks my voice sounds like crap. Well, I, uh... In yeah, fact, can, you know what? We can move on. Uh, it was fine. it was unnamed sources who all talked to Dan, so if you're out there listening and you think, I sounded bad on the last pod, say it to my face. Drew's psyche is weakened by the fact that people talk to me and not him. Why? They confide things in you yeah, that they don't you obviously didn't say it to my face, so... I, I know. <laughs> I, I just... Yeah. Your voice is probably <laughs> stupid, too. <laughs> Anyway, so we're talking about food in the Portland area. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to cut this and redo this entire drama. No, it's great. Uh, uh, people need to hear this. Yeah, I did my uh, top three restaurants in the Portland area. And, yeah, give us uh, a reminder of uh, of what they were. Yeah, it was in no particular order. Um, that was uh, Atala, uh, Kashka, and Tusk. Great restaurants. Yeah, three great restaurants. And again, um, if you didn't catch up on our food pod part one. It's not necessarily like the best, like most amazing meal in Portland because you know we have great restaurants like Beast and Hold Fast and Castagna and yeah. you know Nomad, all those amazing spots. Fix you know prefix menus, um, you know top best chefs in the world at those places. Um, but the three restaurants I named are just like hey, on a given Tuesday night you can walk in, you can get a seat, and you can have an amazing meal at a really reasonable price. Yeah. Um, those were great, great picks, and it made it uh, harder for me to make my picks because those are three amazing restaurants. Yeah. So, uh, well, before you get into my list, is there anything happening in the Portland food scene? Man, there's so much happening in the Portland food scene right now. You know, we just got back from the San Francisco food scene. Yes. We did a little R and D for the pod down mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, and it was amazing. We got there's great pizza in Portland. We'll do a whole pod on pizza in Portland in the future. But we got to eat probably the, uh, my opinion, maybe you agree, the best pizza in the United States. At yeah. Tony's in San Francisco. Yeah, Tony's uh, North Beach restaurant. Yeah, pretty pretty hard to beat. We we also randomly last summer went to his uh, his other pizza restaurant in outside of Las Vegas. Yeah, Pizza Rock. <laughs> pizza Rock, and it it uh, does not. It's a basically like a hard rock cafe, but with like the most amazing pizza you ever had. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Whereas Tony's in San Francisco is just a really classic. Um, yeah pizza restaurant Classy and it was, and it was really joint. good um drew fell through a booth <laughs> as he was trying okay. to sit down okay so here's what happened you can't just say that but it's what uh, happened so i'm trying to convince there, there, we were packed into this little tiny booth there was four of us it wasn't that small it may have seemed small no drew, it seemed it small. small it was a normal and size so so me me and our friend matt were crammed into this one side of this booth and um, it wasn't crammed. And, it's not that small. and matt was on the inside and he had to use the little boys room <laughs> as he does more often than Frequently. he thinks <laughs> Alarmingly frequent, and so Matt had to uh, have me get up so he could get out of the booth to use the restroom, and somehow just like our weight shifting out of the small booth caused like the top of the bench seat wasn't <laughs> attached to the rest of the seat, so like you know kind of like the the cushion top bench got like shoved way forward, revealing this 
great crevasse. <laughs> and I stood up to let Matt out. It, the top of this bench went forward several feet. And I. Several then, feet? I then went, it's yeah. like two centimeters. <laughs> and then I then sat back down in the bench seat without looking down because I just thought, oh, I'll just plop but back down on this bench. You also inexplicably went hands first <laughs> well, into yeah. the booth. Yeah, you reached Which it. just doesn't yeah, make no, any sense. No, it was quite a. I had to cover quite a distance to get down into the booth, so I like put my hand down to kind of break my momentum as I <laughs> as I went down. Except there was this moment of, of warning in my brain when my hand hit nothing but air where the top of the bench should be, and the rest of my body just fell head first. I was looking down at my phone and I heard a shriek, and I looked up and all I saw was Drew's feet in the air. <laughs> it was just upside down, stuck it was- in a bench. In a booth in Tony's. Pizza was great, though. Pizza was incredible. You actually, I, I'll say, I'll make this statement uh, if Dan won't commit to it all the way. It's the best pizza you're going to have in the United States. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking. Frozen. The, the only other, which we're getting off topic, but uh, Pizzeria Bianca is also very, very, very good yeah. in Phoenix. Yeah. But. Tony's is really good. Yeah, uh, really good. We had the pizza after having some uh, caviar fries down the street at um, Park Tavern. Park, Park Tavern. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, we'll have to do more cities soon. So, yeah, Dan is going to go ahead and drop his uh, three favorite restaurants <laughs> that aren't in that the three that I dropped. So he'll do three different restaurants mm-hmm. in this pod that we'll then break down. Um, and just for fun, I don't know what Dan's picks are, yeah. but I did write down a note in my phone what I think they are. So we'll see how well I know Dan. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to that at the end. Okay, couple couple caveats. One, it was uh, Drew's three restaurants are three of my favorite restaurants in Portland and my wife. They're just amazing, amazing restaurants. So it made it pretty tough for me to pick my list, but I came up with three that – um, I I would put up there with those restaurants that Drew shared. Um, one other caveat, uh, a restaurant that I actually would have put in there closed down about a month ago for me, uh, American Local. Wow, that would have made your top three? Yeah, I love American Local. Holy well, cow. Well, loved yeah. very deeply. <laughs> yeah, rest, and in, it, rest in peace. It closed down. So, um, so here's pouring one out to American Local. Okay. Um, in the top three of my heart. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Yeah. So, my first restaurant, and actually probably my favorite restaurant in Portland, and I I think I may be alone on this, uh, but uh, it's a restaurant called Biwa. Oh. Was that on your list? Um, Biwa was not on my list, only for the reason that their menu has gone through some recent changes. So do you mean like current Biwa or like old Biwa? Any iteration of Biwa. Any okay, you're just in. You're you're all in. Whatever they're doing, you're all in. Mm-hmm. Because you know they moved like root, like they moved locations within the same building. Yeah, they did like Biwa. A, they did like a what was it called Lantern or something or. Uh, I can't remember yeah. what what the bar was called. Yeah. So. Uh, but Biwa was a couple years ago just its own spot down in. It's like a little basement of a building in yeah. Southeast Portland. Yeah. Uh, it feels very like you're in the back alley of like a Tokyo yeah, street sure. or whatever. It has a cool vibe. Uh, it, so it used to be just just Biwa in this spot serving ramen, serving sashimi, izakaya. Um, then the next iteration of Biwa was Biwa 
itself moved down the hall in this building to a even smaller spot and it was mainly focused on sashimi but in the old biwa spot was a uh like a what a an asian drinking food type of spot and that was yeah. that was probably my least favorite iteration of the b but at the same time biwa opened uh noroneko which is a ramen bar under yeah. the hawthorne bridge Amazing. and it's absolutely incredible so part of me picking biwa and i know this is kind of cheating but uh it's because it encompasses Noroneko too. Okay, so the whole family. Okay. The whole family. But Biwa itself, uh, I, man, I think just the, the freshness of the ingredients, the sashimi is amazing, the gyoza is amazing. Uh, you got the karagi chicken, karagi fried chicken with spicy mustard, tough to beat. Uh, you have ramen, uh, the Biwa burger. Do you remember the Biwa burger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a unicorn. It took us a long time to get our hands on the Biwa burger when it was only available like late, like after like midnight. Yeah. For a long time. Mm -hmm. But Biwa, Biwa for me also, it was like one of the first like kind of cool Portland restaurants I really had an experience at. And uh, so it has a, has a place in my heart, but I still, I still think it holds up. There's a few other... Uh, what other places like it have opened up that are pretty well, good? A Fury? Yeah, okay. So A Fury was on my list, mm-hmm. what I thought you were going to pick. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I went back and forth. I think Biwa still beats okay. it. Okay, I picked but A Fury. I thought you were going to say A Fury. A Fury is incredible. I've had amazing meals with you at Biwa. Um, it is a great spot. I haven't been back in a while, just after all the <laughs> just iterations and changes of it. and. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been different. I've been to Noroneko um, more lately than I have been to actual Biwa. So, yeah, yeah let's go back to Biwa. I want to get back into it just because we've had we've had some great experiences there. Like you said, that's the first place I had really good gyoza, which is, you know, if you're you know new to kind of this, the Asian cuisine, it's just like a really amazing dumpling or pot sticker, for lack of a better phrase. Like, yeah. it's just like it's just really thin. There's a really like thin and just incredible like steamed um dumplings they're really really good really um, simple really good yeah i mean and then the specials i get in there i've had like this just amazing grilled asparagus dish uh with this mm. grilled corn dish that you know they sometimes do it's just yeah there's some really cool stuff happening there i, I went with uh our buddy matt one time and uh they had this spicy uh like raw scallop dish that was just unbelievable hmm. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, now Noronenko actually has a whole like spectrum of ramen. Where some yes. places like Afuri have like maybe one type of ramen, or you know, or mm-hmm. maybe one or two. But um, Noronenko has like, <laughs> I mean, there's a curry ramen, yeah, crazy different kinds, spicy ramen, chicken broth, tons ramens. of add- add-ons. I mean, and just yeah. go go crazy with the ramen there. So on a cold night, uh, that's a great spot. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, quick side note story about Drew. One of the first times I went to lunch with Drew, we went to a sushi spot and um, here in Westland, actually pretty decent for like a sushi track place called what's it called now? Su- sushi Hooray. Uh, <laughs> it was it was the boat. A sushi boat. It's called Sushi Hooray now. And uh, when Drew asked me to go to lunch, he's like, "Dude, do you like sushi?" I said, "Yeah, I like sushi." So we went to the sushi spot and. Uh, the only thing that Drew would pick off the little spindle was uh, pot stickers, and so Drew Drew was under the impression that pot stickers were sushi. That's not true. It is. That's very not true. true. I was waiting for rolls to come around with avocado 
because I'm not a huge cucumber guy, but I had to wait for a long time. And in the meantime, I filled up on pot stickers. Pot stickers is not sushi, is what we learned. <laughs> uh, 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 restaurant one, Biwa. I did not pick it. I did pick a Fury, so... You know, a Fury yeah. was a close... You can almost say Biwa's 1A, a Fury's 1B. Okay. But okay. I, I'm trying to not pick, like, two. Right, right. Two Izakayas yeah, or two, gotcha, whatever. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so restaurant number two. This is a spot that is probably on... For our whole list, it's probably on the higher end price-wise, but my wife and I were lucky enough to um, get a couple gift cards there over the last year or so, and we've gone a few times, uh, and, and it's a place called Ava Jeans. Was on your list? It was on my list. Okay, there we uh, go. I cheated, though, and put Ava Jeans slash Renata. You know, okay, that's another <laughs> Renata. Yeah, like Biwa. 2A, 2B, yeah, yeah, both very yeah, similar. Exactly. Ava Jeans, though, I uh, it's the same uh, owner, the same mind of Tusk, right? Josh McFadden? Yep. Uh, and you walk in, the restaurant is just beautiful. Similar to Tusk, you just feel like you're in another another world. It's on division. In the summer, there there's foot traffic. You can sit outside, but... Um, just very, very fresh Italian food. Um, the salads are always changing because the produce, uh, they go by what's in season. Uh, they describe themselves as being aggressively seasonal. Uh, what I would say, I don't know if you remember this. So last pod, we talked a lot about the rabbit in a clay pot dish at Kochka. Yeah. Amazing dish. One of the first rabbit dishes that you and I had, and Matt as well, in Portland, which still is sticking in my mind as one of the best dishes I've had in Portland was there uh, it was like rabbit ravioli okay do you remember that I, I remember that that was on Valentine's Day when the three of us went out to yeah Jean's. I was uh, I was recently single and uh, I had a <laughs> Valentine's Day reservation <laughs> my wife is laughing in the background <laughs> I had a Valentine's Day reservation for two on Valentine's Day at Ava Jean's, and I uh, called them, and the hostess was kind enough to add one to my Valentine's Day reservation. To, for a party uh, of three. Party of three. Yeah. Everyone looked very confused in the restaurant. Yeah. And, and we received three uh, Valentine's Day cookies at the end of our meal, and <laughs> me, it was Dan delightful. Me, and Matt had a great, had a great, uh, a great time, mm. and a great rabbit ravioli. Yeah. Uh, they do amazing salads. Amazing salads. Uh, their, their charcuterie boards are... Are pretty incredible. The prosciutto is crazy. Um, and I'm obviously the pastas. I mean, everything changes. So it's it, it, yeah. It's I think I like the salads at Tusk a little better, but I mean, it's basically the same family, the yeah. same brainchild. Uh, you know, kind of b- behind those. Um, and and, then, and Tusk is very like it's vegetable focused, vegetable forward. Mm-hmm. Ava Jean's the salads are kind of meant to um, complement the pasta and and the meat, but. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a. I mean, it's a. It's a, it's a great spot. Um, it's. A, yeah. I really. I like it a lot. And uh, if you're thinking of going, I would recommend making a reservation. But if you don't have a reservation, you can sit um, at the the little bar counter by the kitchen. It's actually super fun because you yeah. get to watch them cook the whole time. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, Ava Jeans, good spot. And then Renata would be a, a two A to or two yeah. B to that two A. Do you want to talk about Renata really quick? I uh, feel- it's. Really amazing, maybe like a barely a step down from Ava Jeans, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Renata, the one thing they have on Ava Jeans is pizza. Yeah, amazing pizza. They have yeah. great pizza there. Yeah. Um, in a very, very cool restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Okay, last place. Okay. Now this. I know. I know. I guessed it. I know. I guessed it. But go ahead. I don't. I don't know if you did because <laughs> I went back. Kind of American local. I went back and forth uh, because I feel like those those five that we talked about yeah. are like, man, if you're in Portland for like a week, you got to try to hit all these oh, places. Oh, now I don't know if I guessed it. <laughs> okay, because because listen, we have think of all the cultures we have represented, right? Yeah, right. We have uh, Atala, Spanish, right. which. A one B to that would be what, like Toro Bravo or Urdaneta. Uh, yeah, you could. We could do a whole pod on the amazing tapas in Portland. So tapas, yeah. that's covered. Number two, Tusk. We've talked about it yeah, a ton. Nothing incredible. Like it. There's nothing. Kochka, like There's literally nothing like it in the whole city. Yeah, true. Uh, Ava Jeans. Uh, it, it's similar to Renata. There's probably a few other Italian places I haven't been to, but uh, Ava Jeans, I just feel like is better. Biwa, same thing. So I was trying to think, uh, and I cheated a little bit. Um, so this restaurant is part of a group of restaurants by the same chef. And um, this spot, you and I have talked at length about, man, if someone's in Portland for one night and, hey, I got to eat, I have to eat one spot tonight. Yeah. What, what restaurant would like represent Portland? And then, oh, so man. I was thinking about this restaurant, and then I was also thinking about the fact that you can have brunch at this restaurant yeah, okay. seven, days week, uh, <laughs> uh, seven days a week. Seven days a week. They have a happy hour now. That's great. And I would say, I, you may disagree because I feel like I heard you make a comment about this the other day. I would say it's the best salad in the whole city that you can get any day of the week for brunch, for happy hour, for dinner. The re- do you know the restaurant I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. Tasty and Alder. Tasty and Alder. Yeah. And I, it's one that I didn't come to this decision easily because um, I actually can't, I haven't been there for dinner in at least a couple months, but it is the, it's like the quintessential brunch spot. I would say. It's amazing. You know, I actually, in the same family, in a very similar menu, I go to Tasty and Sons for brunch and mm. Alder. I prefer Sons for brunch and then Tasty and Alder for dinner. Dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe it just might, might just be a habit thing. Um, I can see that. But, yeah. Alder's, Alder's tough to get into for brunch. Um, it's tough to get into anytime, but it's... It's amazing, man. It's uh, it's. Well, how do you describe the food? Like new American? Yeah, it's new American. It's all designed to be shared. You know, kind of yeah, share. You know, shared plates. Yeah. Uh, must have. Uh, must. I just go to dinner there mainly, so I. That's what I can speak on. Um, you know, more uh, with more knowledge. But yeah. I, I always get. Um, I always get the fish tacos. Yeah, and it sounds like a like a. You know, throwaway dish or a normal no, dish. They're but amazing. They have a whole, it's halibut fish tacos. It's a large, just amazing piece of like halibut. It's almost got like an Asian fusion within the yeah, sauce to it's it and the vegetable. It's it's an amazing dish. I, I um I always get the goat cheese dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, I um I mean, if someone's visiting, they should get the burger and cut it in half and at least get eat some of that burger. It's Radicchio really salad. Radicchio salad is Potatoes is Bravas. Amazing. Potatoes Bravas is amazing. It's a great spot. Um, it's the been bone, around. Oh, the bone marrow. Uh, it's yeah. one of the first places I had bone marrow. Which Their tartar is amazing. Yeah. Oh, Biwa Tartar. You should I know. Be, we didn't we mention didn't that. talk about the Biwa Tartar. The Biwa Tartar is incredible. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Uh, that's not the restaurant I thought you were going to say. But What what was the... I'm curious because uh, I, I probably thought of it. I was probably overthinking it in terms of different types of food, and I, I went with Padi. 
You see, Paddy, that thought crossed my mind. I am personally personally Thai food is not very high on the on the food chain for me. Okay. So, Paddy's incredible. I'm always happy to go there, but I rarely I rarely want to go there if yeah. that makes sense. Um I so yeah, I think Potty's amazing. I think yeah. one of the best places in Portland is Langbon, which mm-hmm. is the speakeasy style inside Potty. But again, that's very. I mean, you have to make a reservation nine months, ten, twelve months in advance. It's yeah. uh, fixed menu. It's it's pricey, but it's it it is a bucket list meal. If you live in Portland and love food, you need to get on the list um, for for Langbon. And then Potty is this really accessible nightly spot. Um, yeah. And you know I don't go there very often, but I'm I'm like you I I love it a lot, and I just, I just thought because uh, you know the chef is just so uh, like I mean he's so amazing and yeah, he does the whole long bond scene and all that. I thought that might make your list just because um, you know again he's kind of got that body of work mm. that's uh, really exceptional. But no, tasty and Alder, I again would agree with you. It's not a place I go very often, unlike the ones that I mentioned on the last pod. Yeah, um, but. You're right. If somebody is visiting, that's a gr- and they're, especially if they're staying downtown. That's what I was thinking. And if you're if you're looking for an after dinner, um, literally anything, drink, dessert. Yeah. It, there's in within a block. There's yeah. a million options. Yeah. Yeah. It's really uh, great. Um, so I had I had three other restaurants that were that crossed my mind. One one I realized was disqualified because it's technically fixed menu. Um, Han Oak. Okay, yeah. Han Oak's fixed menu, right? Uh, it's very, yes. very reasonably priced fixed yes. menu. Um, yeah, it's um, it, that's just a cool experience. It's yeah. a cool, it's a cool vibe. It's a cool atmosphere. We can talk about it on another pod if we want to. Yeah, we could do like a whole fixed menu pod of of, of amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was thinking about mentioning Taqueria Nueve. Just because it's one of my wife's favorite places, but we, and we go there very often. But I think it's in a lower tier than the restaurants we're we're talking about. Yeah, you just go down there and knock back some amazing tacos for yeah you know, three four bucks a pop. Uh, but it's a great it's a great spot. Another spot that crossed my mind, which is also in the Gorham family, and I'm not sure if you've been there, but it we've been there twice in the last two months or so, and it's blown our mind both times. Uh, Mediterranean Exploration Company. I haven't been. It's incredible. I, I very rarely go to the west side, and when I do, I usually go to Atala and yeah. nowhere else. But, yeah, uh, um, yeah that's that's interesting. I, I'll have to check that out. It is very good. And, so, and your wife, who's notoriously a more conservative eater. Yes, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> conservative. Uh, she liked what she had there? Yeah, she loves it. It's Think of tusk, but less, less vegetable forward and more meat forward. Hmm. So there's a lot of skewers. Um, the hummus, the hummus and pita there is incredible. Wow, um, it's a great spot. I'd recommend it. And they have their own variation of Tasty and Alder's famous radicchio salad. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're talking about our favorite spots, we'd be remiss to not mention Laurelhurst Market, even though it's a yeah. little higher price tier. Higher price uh, than some of, some of the ones we mentioned, but it, it's mm-hmm. amazing across the board. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they know what's going on there. And then hilariously. Uh, the place we go to most often to eat is Expatriate. And yeah, it's not even. It's actually not even close. We try to do the math 
on how many times we've been there in the last three years. Me and Matt were trying to figure it out the other night while we were eating burgers and steam buns, which we have been eating quite a bit lately. Yes. Um, and yeah, well, if you it's, look it's at a, the high menu, number, if you look at the menu top to bottom, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it, onion butter sandwich sounds weird. Amazing. Yeah. Fries, great. Best, I would say best burgers in the city. Yeah, really, really simple burger. So across the street from Expat at Yakuza, there's this really amazing burger uh, that's really complex, you know, in mm. terms of just what's on it. Sauce, aioli, you know, the whole deal. Little onion You can things. throw a Jidori egg on it. Yeah, it's like, um, it's got a ton going on, tons of flavors. It's really good if you get it cooked right, if it's rare enough. You know, sometimes it's a little bit overdone, but when it's rare, it's like really amazing. Um, but then at Expat across the street, the, the burgers they do, it's literally just ketchup, mustard, a couple small onions, and bun. And it's and it's like super simple. I take the onions off, not an onion guy. Uh, but super simple. And it That's not how the chef intended it to be. <laughs> it's hard to explain why but would you I mean it just blows your mind, right? It tastes like this is I hate making this comparison, but it's the best way to compare it. It's like ordering a just a plain cheeseburger from McDonald's. No, it's not. It is. It's the same. My my, my same bu- concept. My buddy from Seattle had it, and I didn't tell him anything about it. He just had it straight up. This was uh, Saturday night, uh-huh. and he said it remind. And he's from Seattle, but he lived you know lived in L.A. for a while, and he loved. He he compared it to an In and Out burger. He's like, he's oh, like, he's interesting. Like, he's like, man, it tastes like a just like an In and Out burger. And he had we had recently just split a Yakuza burger like an hour before. Oh, really? For comparison's sake, I'm like, we're gonna try the Yakuza what burger. What do you think of the Yakuza burger? He liked it. He's like, man, I love. It. He loved it. But then he had the expat burger. He's like, oh, and he actually said it because it brings me back to like the nostalgia of you know yeah. of being a college kid in L.A. In and Out burger. He's like, I got it. He's like, this burger is amazing. And so we you know we split the expatriate burger. Uh, and he loved it. Our buddy uh, Dustin, we call him Heavy D because yes. he loves '80s rap. Um, he, Very small man, by uh, the way. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, small in stature. He's he's big at heart. Uh, he's also my attorney. He's our podcast attorney of record. So yeah. if you have a problem with us, you gotta uh, go through our legal counsel. Who's yep. Dustin? But yeah. um, he, uh, as a small man, is known to eat large portions. And in one sitting at Expatriate, uh, he ate. Six. Six burgers. Expatriate burgers. Now, we should be clear. These burgers, they're somewhere in between a, a, like a regular size burger and a slider. They're slightly smaller than regular size. But, but it's, a, it's a good amount They're of still food. very big. Six. Yeah. Well, okay, put it this way. If I eat two of the burgers, I'm ridiculously full. I don't, and I, and I'm I don't si- know if I've ever eaten two. I'm significantly bigger than Dustin. Uh, yeah, like five no, times. Oh, okay, bigger. no, 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 not five. five times at least no, six. No, okay, okay. Jody agrees. I, I'm, six, I'm, six times bigger I, than. I Dustin. will admit, I'm bigger than Dustin. I lift weights. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's just I don't know. I, I'm trying to get I'm gains. Large, I'm larger in stature, um, but <clears throat> I do two burgers and I'm full. Right. So when I when I yeah. when we do burgers at Expat, we do one and a half. Right. That's like kind of the perfect number. Uh, yeah, that is perfect. Yeah, one, one and a half is the perfect number. One, I'm like, oh, that was amazing. Two, you just, I'm done. Yeah. One and a half, I feel great. Dustin had six in it, one sitting. I'll tell you, it was incredible to watch. He talked a big game. He told us he was going to have six going in. Uh, the fir- he ordered <clears throat> he ordered four at first, just just to be sure. You know, you know, he's smart with his money. He doesn't want to waste money. 
the uh, the waiter brought over uh, two plates of burgers, assuming that they were for two different people. He yeah. handed Dustin one two plate. Two burgers per plate. Dustin said, thank you, sir. And the waiter started to turn and give it to the next person, and Dustin whipped it out of the waiter's hand. <laughs> he's like, he's like That's, those are mine, too. Mm-hmm. And the waiter's like, oh, you are eating all these burgers, and, and you're just this little little man. Ate them easily. And, and Dustin said, <clears throat> objection! Because <laughs> he's a lawyer. Wow, okay. He's a lawyer. We, uh... Oh. We gotta stop this. Okay. Uh, uh, well, but yeah. Well, I mean, we sh- we should also mention that the steam buns, the latest addition to the menu, um, are incredible. And you were just at Momofuku, yeah, yeah, in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's at Momofuku in You're Vegas. Able to a b pretty. Uh, so pretty I have, and so I have the steam buns fairly often at Expatriate, uh, which are based on the steam buns uh, from David Chang uh, <clears throat> from Momofuku, and I mean, I have to say. Although the actual steam bun itself is amazing in both, you know, it's in in both spots, the meat was done better at Expatriate every single time. Naomi Pomeroy, yeah, greater than David Chang. No, <laughs> can't is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I mean, in in my very limited world view, you don't my, think she is? In my, <laughs> okay, I'll let her know next. I'm time. I'm saying the steam buns at Expatriate I liked better than the. I was talking about the pork steam buns, right? The the pork steam right. buns at Expatriate were better than the pork steam buns that I had at Momofuku in Las Vegas. The shrimp um, steam bun <laughs> is the best steam bun at Momofuku. At Momofuku. I, I will say neither Naomi Pomeroy nor David Chang were the the ones making it, there was their amazing line chefs uh, recipe, who dude. are very talented people as well. But um, yeah, that's what. Anyway, that's so your top three, and then we kind of spiraled out, off from yeah. there. My top three, uh, you know, the previous week, and I think if you just kind of follow the map that we're laying out on these pods, you would probably eat pretty well. Pretty well. Um, we will get another pod up in the next week or so. Yeah, about a uh, undisclosed topic yeah we've got some good ideas um you know on different different places to eat here in portland and and you know things to talk about and did you notice i was leaning forward into the microphone too much uh no you did very well because that was some of the uh i guess i'll call it criticism for lack of a better term <laughs> that our pod has received um uh, not to my face well because of the aforementioned a- weights that i've been lifting <laughs> I'm guessing. You're not exactly an easy person to confront. No. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I'm I'm hungry. I'm feeling yeah. I'm feeling hungry. Um, yeah, we're yeah. Hope you guys hope you guys liked it. Hope you're finding it interesting. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Keep giving me specifically feedback and I'll try to figure out how to relay it to Drew. I do have and a res- we'll, uh, see you next time. I do have a reservation. Should I just, should I just throw it out? Share the news? Uh, yeah, I have a reservation uh, in a couple weeks for a place called Holdfast, which uh, is one of the best prefixed, uh, really creative, amazing spots in the city. And they opened a new spot along with Deadshot. Um, it's a, just a grand opening, new facility, and we got to tour it. We got to go to the soft we toured launch. toured it last night. We got to go it, to the soft. We got invitation only, incredible. friends and family soft launch. We got to get toured. We got to check out the kitchen. We got to check out the space that's still under construction. Yeah. Um, eat dialed. some food. I mean, it was amazing. And uh, yeah, and I got a reservation for uh, my wife and I coming up in a couple weeks when they when they open up. There we go. So we'll have to report. We'll we'll document it and report back on the pod. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if this will be the next podcast we do, but we have to interview our buddy Matt. He's taking a road trip down to California. Yeah. 
uh, he's he's thinking about hitting a couple spots that are near bucket list spots for me. So yeah, I'd be interested in absolutely. Uh, shipwreck partnering with Saint Jack on Monday. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Shipwreck with Saint Yonder Jack. tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not a public event. You gotta be you gotta be on the VIP list for that, which we are. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. Be safe. Eat good. I can eat a pound and six, 64 powders, burn up fire and drown drops of water.